Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's uh, bring in Tom Murphy. He's on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom, welcome in. How are you doing? And I'm doing great. It's a lovely day, and uh, I think the weather's going to hold up, make it a good weekend for us. I think this is such an interesting matchup. Uh, I think both teams are pretty good, but uh, we don't know uh, because of the teams that they've played and what we've seen. Uh, what, what's your feel for the game? Um, I have the exact same take um, that uh, BYU's, you know, Arkansas fans are spreading about their run game, but BYU's has been even uh, more pedestrian. They passed it pretty well, but, you know, they didn't exactly blow out Sam Houston State in week one. Um, they did get a shutout. And, uh, you know, for Arkansas, there's still so many unanswered questions. It's, it's interesting that in the years under Sam Pittman, you've had a decent feel for how they would be, you know, two games in. For instance, in 2021, um, they blow out Texas in week two, and you're like, hey, this is going to be a solid team. Um, but because there's so many still maybe unknown, and I think they've held a few things back offensively. Mm-hmm. For instance, I was just thinking about this. We saw a lot of screens, bubbles for Isaiah Satania, and I'm not sure they've run one. That's probably going to be either this week or next week, something they unleash that teams haven't seen really on tape. I mean, I know there was one for Jaden Wilson that he got outside but uh, on the first touchdown of the year. But I just feel like there's things that they haven't shown quite yet, uh, but maybe not so much in the run game because they've been trying different things. So solving – what has ailed them in the running game to me is one of the biggest facets of this game Arkansas has got to work on. Yeah, I thought last week uh, the run game, especially in the first half, it was it was I hate to say vanilla, but it was just there wasn't um, the the threat of the pass. It was pretty you know run on first down, then they ran on second down, then threw on third, and there was just not a whole. They were there to work on something. It seemed like to me in the first half, and it was to work on the running game. Second half, they were like, okay, we're going to open it up. We're going to run KJ. We're going to throw it a little bit more. Uh, and it seemed to just the flow seemed different in the second half. Yeah, it did. Uh, they had trouble converting the third downs in the first half. I mean, KJ was a little off. I mean, you think about the third and 10 throw that went through Jaden Wilson's hands. It was just a little high. You know, I mean, yeah, he should have made a catch, but it was a little high. A couple of his other deep throws were just off the mark some. And um, when that's the case, They've got to make their ground in, in some other way, and they were struggling to do that in the first half. Um, but to me, it's Sam Pittman talked about the fits, and he went into some detail on his radio show this week and then with us where the offensive lineman is blocking. Is, is he blocking the defender's inside shoulder, outside shoulder? Where, where do you match up your fits for the double team um, and where your running back lanes are expected to be? These are things that they really need to get sorted out. I expect they'll keep getting better at them because we saw Dan Enos' team in 2015 get off to a little bit of a slow start his first season as offensive coordinator. And by the end of the year, they were a, a phenomenal offense, one of the best offenses Arkansas has ever had. So I do think things will improve. But, you know, you can't get over the fact that you've got two brand-new starting offensive tackles, only one guy in the same spot, and then just a, a whole new system. Tom, is there a chance they can move some guys around on that offensive line to become better? 
uh, we, we, you know, all week we've had suggestions, you know, move Kudus into to right guard, put somebody at right tackle. Uh, is there any any kind of experimentation they could do? Well, they did a lot of that in camp. I mean, you've seen Emerian Harris at, at guard and tackle, and you've seen Crawford at guard and tackle. But if you look on the pro football focus, um, the two linemen with the lowest grade have been um, Crawford and then Andrew Chamley at left tackle. And even though Chamley's a local kid, he did really well in camp when um, Devin Manuel went down. Um, he's still just a redshirt freshman. And so – um, I don't know if there's a whole lot more moving they could do. They just have guys who can be inside and outside, and we haven't seen them do it so far in the season. But um, they feel like Kudis is their guy at right tackle. Uh, now, could you move him to left tackle? I don't know. We haven't seen that. So um, you got to trust what Cody Kennedy um, and Sam Pittman, who, who says, I've been an offensive line coach for 30 years. I know what I'm doing. Uh, are going to kind of lead them toward uh, better days on, on the run game. Tom Murphy with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom, defensively, I, I've been pleased. Uh, we had Clint on a couple minutes ago, and he's seen a couple plays, some plays where the DBs were getting beat or trailing, and you know maybe the quarterback didn't make the pass, and so he's concerned about the secondary once again when they play a team with you know a better quarterback and better receivers. What's your feel on the defense? Yeah, if you start breaking it down on where do you have more questions, you know, what's the number of questions you have, offense, defense? There's a lot more on offense. Um, you know, last week the linebackers were losing their responsibility on the tight end on dragging. And uh, I want to say Kent probably threw three completions to the tight end that were pretty wide open. Um, I mean, the go ball for Trell Harris uh, versus Keon Stewart, that's just a man-to-man deal, you know. And yeah. it, the dude ran a good route. And so you can't fault that other than, you know, just, you know, needing to be in better position, even though it was close. Uh, but otherwise, um, you know, one of my biggest critiques that you heard over and over in the summer and in camp was the coverage of their safety. And they haven't been super tested um, on those guys having to cover. Um, Snacks Johnson in the, the nickel spot as well. So those still kind of remain to be seen. But I think, you know, they missed a few tackles last week mostly at linebacker, but otherwise they've tackled pretty well. Al Walcott, Hudson Clark, Jaden Johnson have been pretty solid at safety. And by the way, quick shout-out to Simeon Blair. Had a good game for Memphis last night. Hmm. Um, and, and if he was back for Arkansas, you'd have yet another safety who'd be, that, who'd be contributing. But um, when you haven't heard Jaheim Singletary's name a lot, I know he gave up a big uh, pass in uh, week one, but you didn't hear his name a lot. That means he's doing his job covering. And um, so on the other side, if you can get Dwight McLaughlin back, then you got Keon Stewart as a guy who held up pretty well, who's your third cornerback. So, yeah, and I think the rotation up front on defense has been really solid. Uh, they got better production from Jeff Coates and some others last week, and I like that they rotate guys in. And that goal line stand to me was indicative of a team that there was a lot of pride at stake mm-hmm. there. How about Nudie? What did you see out of him out of uh, practice this week? Yeah, he looked like he was pushing off okay on his foot. Um, and I don't know what the average turf toe rehabilitation time is, but they'll probably give him another go this week. And if it's hurting him, you know, get him off the foot and get another week of um, uh, rehab and rest before they go down to LSU because you'll know he'll 
He'll want to be 100% for that game. How about Rocket? What What are you seeing out of him? Uh, I know, I guess he's on the sidelines working out. Yeah, he, he has been. And, I mean, it's just, um, you know, obviously it appears that it's not like a ligament tear or anything like that. Um, at first I heard maybe a meniscus thing, and but I don't know. I mean, a little bit of swelling. So does he have a strained ligament? You know, what's going on? But the way Sam Pittman talks is um, next week would be, you know, they think the absolute last that they might not have him. And he also could be ready for next week. So you got to hope for the best. Rocket, Rocket is a great kid. Um, just been a big plus for this program. And obviously your depth. The tailback is stronger when you have him, even though it's a strong position. Yeah, and and I guess I've seen it reported. He's at practice. He's there. And it's not like mm-hmm. he's he's missing or he, he's just not going through practice. He's doing work with the trainers. Yeah, that's correct. We've seen him on the sideline at all the practices last week and this week. He was not on the sideline at the game, and the, the, the word was, you know, why stand up on that knee for a whole game? Um, so I'm not sure exactly where Rocket was, but – you know, he, I don't think he's a kid you have to worry about, um, you know, bailing on the team or anything like that. No, he's no. a good team player, and I expect him to be um, very, very close to being back in game shape for LSU, and if not, hopefully a. What's the biggest key for you Saturday? What's Arkansas have to do? You know, I think stay on the field better, and so a lot of components to that. Run the ball better, convert on third down. Um, you, you think about some of the missed passes on third down, just the ball through Jaden Wilson's hands and things like that. So if you're a little bit stronger there, you stay on the field longer. Um, and um, I think that's the key to a victory for them is to be a more offensively efficient team. Hmm. Tom, thank you. It was good uh, catching up with you. We'll talk to you next Friday. Have a good weekend. Sounds good. Have a great weekend, everyone.